Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Well, hello, my beautiful monkeys and fellow travelers. What is going on? It's your old buddy, Uncle Silverback, here with you. Today is, what is today? Tuesday, the 6th of July, 2021. I am in the mobile studio, so you may hear the AC kind of running in the background. It's about 103 out today. So anyway, let's go ahead and get our contact info, and then we'll jump in with the show. I do have a voicemail, which is area code 206-745-APE1-206-745-2789. You are limited to about three minutes on that thing. If you would like to record your own audio or write an email, the address to send that to me is thearmedape at gmail.com. All one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. And you don't have to worry about length either of uh, emails or your your, uh, audio recording. Whatever you want to do is just fine. If you'll go over to the website, which is thearmedape.com, you will find all my social media stuff. So things like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Over there, you will also find a PayPal donation button. And if you would ever want to support the show financially, I'd greatly appreciate it. You can just click on the icon down there and follow the prompts. If that is something maybe that you can't do or you would like to support the show in other ways, what I would ask that you do is maybe go over to my YouTube channel. Again, if you go to the website, it's going to be easy just to click on that YouTube icon and you can go over and subscribe to my channel there. The channel is growing, so hopefully I'd like to keep that up. And eventually I may even put some of these podcasts over there as well if the channel kind of gets big enough. All right, enough of that stuff. Let's go ahead and jump in with the show today. So what we're doing is we are continuing our series of uh, Mr. In-Between, which is on Hulu right now, at least as of the date of, uh, uh, of when I'm doing this. And we, I, uh, we are on episode three entitled Captain Obvious. Now, just a quick aside. Generally, the way that I will do reviews is uh, I will not spoil a whole lot of stuff. With these, we're doing it a little bit different. Uh, Generally, like I said, what I would do is I would maybe talk about if it was a a television episode, maybe the first few minutes, and then I'd say, okay, we're going to do spoilers. And if you don't want the rest to be spoiled, then you can go ahead and uh, you can um, stop now, then come back maybe after you've had a chance to watch it. And it was sort of the same with movies. I generally talk about up to the first act, and unless there were major, major spoilers in the first act, uh, I would go ahead 
talk about what was happening up until then, and then I would say, okay, we're going to take a break, and if we once we come back, then it will be you know no holds barred, and we'll, we're going to talk about everything, including the ending with with spoilers. So with this, like I said, we are going to be doing this a little bit differently. I am going to go uh, in a linear fashion, so we're going to go from start to finish, and then we're going to just sort of talk about kind of what we're seeing on screen and what's going on. So again, we are on episode three. This is entitled Captain Obvious. And it opens with Ray is uh, visiting Gary at the hospital. He brings him in a a little stuffed koala that's wearing a little t-shirt. And on the t-shirt it says, harden the fuck up. Ray says that he saw Vasily, who if you remember Vasily is uh, Tatiana's brother. So that's Gary's brother-in-law. If you remember from the last episode... Oh, and that's another thing too, real as a quick aside, we will also talk about in uh, episode, the, the current episode. So for instance, this episode is three. So anything that happened in episode two or one will be fair game for discussion. Also, if you're sending in comments about the show, uh, anything that, that, again, that we have talked about in previous episodes is fair game. So if, let's say if we're on episode five of season one, You can talk about anything that happens on episode five all the way back to episode one. Uh, So anyway, Gary has come. He was put into a a medical-induced coma because he was beaten so badly. So Gary says, Vasily set me up. And Ray says, yeah, I know. Gary basically asks Ray, you know, what did you do? And Ray says, "Eh, a bit of this, a bit of that. He said, then Gary kind of says, oh, yeah, or something like that. And then Ray also, you know, tells Gary, oh, the other guys will live. Uh, then we cut from that, and then we go to uh, a scene with Nikki and Ray, I believe, are at the Playhouse, which is the club that Freddie owns. And they're just playing pool and kind of talking and just kind of BSing around. And you can see a little bit of that. Um, Ray is sort of starting to accept Nikki as part of Freddy's crew. You know, he's not being as standoffish as he was in previous episodes. Ray asks Nikki, he says, oh, hey, can you get some jewelry or anything like that? I've, And he's like, sure, I can get some. And what we're seeing is that Nikki is probably kind of like a low-level fee for he, you know, he will he'll know people that he can get stuff, and so Ray is like, oh, I'd like something kind of nice, and then Nikki's like, well, sure, I can I can get that for you. What's it for? And he's like, oh, it's my girlfriend's birthday's coming up, that type of thing. Uh, so Nikki reassures him, yeah, I get it for you, no problem. So then we cut to another the next scene. It cuts to, and we see Ray is pulling up to get Brittany, his daughter, and his ex-wife is coming out and he can he can sort of read her body language and then Ray kind of does that typical thing where he kind of sighs and he's like, oh, and you can, you can tell he kind of deflates a little bit and it's funny, he kind of mutters under his breath as he sees his wife coming out. He's like, well, here's trouble. And it's funny because normally I think they don't ever come out and really engage with Ray too much. I think that what we see from this scene is that generally 
Brittany would just be sent out to Ray. Anyway, she comes out and she kind of reads him the riot act and she's like, did you tell Brittany Jesus wasn't real? And he's like, well, you know, I, I didn't say that, you know, and he kind of tries to explain, you know, I said, I told her Santa wasn't real and all this other stuff. And then she's like, you know, well, uh, Quentin and I are trying to raise her to be a Christian. And then he's like, all right. And so she walks away in a huff. And then as she goes back inside, Brittany comes out. And we see that Quentin, the uh, uh, the new husband or the stepdad of Brittany, I guess we could say, kind of is uneasily looking in Ray's direction. Um, and it's a subtle thing. Or maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's not too subtle. But I guess what I like about how they're handling this is you could either just look at it like, oh, and kind of be oblivious to, to sort of kind of Quentin's uneasy looks and everything. And it's kind of, I would have to say too, it's good on the actor who's doing this because he doesn't really have, I think he's only so far spoken maybe, hello, Ray, and that's it, like two words. But, you know, so he has to sort of act a lot with his body and his face and his expression without sort of overdoing it. So he's a, he's able to give off some of those subtle signs. So anyway, we see that Quentin, he's obviously very uncomfortable around Ray. Uh, and so I'm sure probably in the background, that stuff that we don't see, probably Ray's wife, and I forget the character name that they give her, um, but his his wife and, and Quentin have probably had a lot of discussions about, oh, you know, Ray's this criminal, this, that, and the other thing. I don't know, and, and um, we don't know when he got divorced, at least at this point, and I don't know, uh, I, and I probably have to look for more subtle cues about how long they'd been divorced, uh, but I don't think it's been mentioned. So anyway, although now I will say before we move on to the next scene, Ray doesn't seem to try to intimidate Quentin or be mean to Quentin or he doesn't treat his ex-wife poorly uh, from what we what we've seen so far he's not short with her he doesn't try to like strong arm her or or dominate her or anything like that and he doesn't try to do those things to Quentin and I think it kind of goes back to some of the stuff that Ray it goes back to maybe that code that he has to where if you respect me, I'll respect you. And even though Quentin maybe kind of fears him a little bit, I think Ray is sort of like, okay, well, this guy isn't going to, he's not going to probably ever going to give me a problem, so I'm not ever going to give him a problem either. So what we're seeing is that Ray really isn't, he's not a bully, although he is a violent criminal and would, you know, it's, it's a subtle thing, you know, to say, because in some regards you would say that he's absolutely a bully because that's sort of his job is to intimidate people. But again, he's, he doesn't necessarily, from what I've seen in the show and these episodes so far, he's not really starting a lot of stuff. So anyway, we cut to uh, the next scene. They're over at Ray's brother's house. Who, his name is Bruce. And Brittany is painting Bruce's nails green. Ray kind of comes in and he's kind of teasing him about that. And you, and you, again, you see sort of that family dynamic that Ray is very close with his brother, has a lot of um, 
and I think it's his older brother. I think Bruce is supposed to Brucey is supposed to be his older brother because of uh, Bruce's condition. That Ray is really kind of, you know, he comes over there, he takes Brittany over there because he knows it helps Bruce. So again, you see that Ray is capable of having loving relationships. You see that on Bruce's hands, you see some tattoos and things from time to time. And so I, I wonder if at some point, if Bruce and Ray were kind of maybe in the same, kind of did some criminal stuff together or not, you know, I, I don't know. And, and one of the reasons why is that, uh, well, we'll get to this here in just a second. So after Brittany is done painting uh, Bruce's nails. He gets up to go take a, a glass back into the kitchen. He has a a fall. Ray hears it. He goes in there. Brittany is kind of peeking around the corner a little bit. And then Bruce is just, you can tell he's just at his wits end. And he says, I'm fucking over this. And Ray's like, I know, mate. I know. I gotcha. I gotcha. He helps up Bruce. And again, like I said, Brittany kind of has witnessed this little bit of a breakdown of Bruce. And Bruce says he's sorry that he owes Brittany a dollar and she's like oh that's all right that's all right and then I think to sort of lighten the mood a little bit which is again some good writing but it also shows some some perception on the character of Brittany and she says well that's okay but yes you owe me three dollars actually because when Bruce had taken his fall he had cursed a bunch of times and then you see that this sort of when she says that to Bruce it lightens his mood. You can see his face. It kind of, it cha- his face changes a little bit, and you can see that it kind of pulls him out of kind of the depression that he was falling in due to his condition. We find out too that you know Ray has been court ordered to an anger management group, and so this next scene we we see that he goes. He's going in there to meet that. And a little bit before in that prior scene, I talked about where I thought maybe Bruce was kind of had done some stuff with Ray or maybe had a little bit of a criminal background is when, you know, Ray had talked about, I think it was in the, was it in the previous episode where he talked about how, I'm going to check my notes here real quick. So you might have some paper rustling. Um, How he was ordered to go to court and then Bruce is, and I can't remember if it was this episode or maybe it was, yeah, it was, it was last episode. So, um, and unicorns know everybody's name where Ray was telling Bruce that he had to go to court for basically, you know, for an assault charge. And that's when Bruce said, well, you're getting sloppy. So part of it was maybe teasing, but I think part of it is that Bruce was also maybe part of the criminal world at one time. Anyway, Ray has to go in to uh, do this court anger management group. He goes in there. And what I wanted to do is we'll go ahead and if I can get this pulled up on the phone here, I wanted to play the clip of when Ray kind of introduces himself. So I'll have to get to that here in just a second. I'm going to get us started. So, so what do you want me to do? Well, introduce yourself first and then tell us why you're here. I can't. My name is Ray. Um, I'm 40. Divorced. Got a kid. Um, work security. That's it. 
bit it. And why are you here? Oh, I'm bash the bloke. And you've been ordered to be here by the court. Hmm. Do you think that you've got an anger problem? No. Okay. Carlo, do you want to go next? Um. All right, so I did want to play that clip uh, because I think it does a little bit better. Ray's, you know, pretty calm, but, you know, I thought sort of an important question that the counselor, who I believe his name is Peter, asks him is when he says, do you think you have an anger problem? And it, it's, it's, again, this is one of those things that's kind of subtle. I think that Ray probably does have a little bit of an anger problem, especially when he thinks he's being disrespected. However, he does have a code that he doesn't really veer from that I haven't seen. And, and again, this is a little bit of a spoiler and I said I kind of won't talk about previous or, or uh, future episodes excuse me but with without going into too many spoilers but again what we see is Ray does have a, a code and he doesn't we, we don't really see him veer away from that too much so some of the other guys they start to go around and start to introduce themselves start telling them stuff and then Ray you know the whole time he's kind of like you know rubbing his forehead he's you can tell he's just kind of like, oh, like, why do I got to be here? And especially as he hears these other stories and you have one guy talks about how he kind of yells and lashes out at his wife and kids and occasionally hits them. The next guy goes, he talks about how it's just him and his uh, wife or girlfriend or something like that. And how he, when he gets mad, he hits her. And then Ray kind of has his head down and he kind of, you know, kind of scoffs and chuckles a little bit and... Uh, I'll go ahead and play that here next for you guys too, uh, because I again I think playing the bit you get much more. Uh, it's much more effective than me just talking about it. How does that manifest itself? What? How does uh, how does your anger show itself? Sometimes I hear stuff. <laughs> Is everything okay, Ray? I think I'm in the wrong room. What makes you say that? Well, the person I bash was a bloke, not a child or a woman. What's your point? Well, no offense, but I don't really want to sit here with a bunch of fucking wife bashers and child beaters, you know what I mean? The fuck okay. did you no, say? No, that's good. Time out, time out. Hey, no, 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 Okay, do you want to do jail time? Not particularly, no. Well, then I expect you to behave yourself. If you're going to cause trouble, then we'll have to come to some other arrangement. All right, so there's there's a couple of things in that scene, and I wanted to play that. Uh, again, when Ray is talking about, like, no offense, but I don't want to be in here with a bunch of, you know, wife beaters and child bashers and stuff like that. 
And that, of course, really upsets the people in the group. And the one guy kind of, you know, gets up in Ray's face. Ray was pretty calm until then. And then once that guy kind of challenges him, of course, Ray is up on his feet. And he's, you know, um, the expression on his face, you know, his teeth are bared. He's ready to go. Uh, the reality is probably Ray would have beat the crap out of any one of those guys in there. Because these, you get the sense that these guys aren't really criminals. They're not, they're not sort of in the same world that Ray is in, uh, if that makes sense to you guys. So, uh, and then when Peter takes him out of the room and is like, you know, you're gonna, you know, can you cooperate? Can you do this type thing? You know, you see that Ray is kind of weighing it, and then that's when the scene ends. But you can see in his head, he's thinking, well, you know, should I go back in there? and beat the crap out of those guys and just go and do the jail time? Or, you know, is it smarter for me to not do that? Also, you know, we can look at it probably, you know, he, he sort of sees them as the other guys in this group. He really sees them as probably very weak and that they don't have any type of code or honor anything like this. And again, none of this is said and we don't see long discussions like we would maybe see in another show where he's talking to, you know, they would maybe have a scene where he would go back and talk to Gary and it's like, oh, I'm in this room where he talked to Bruce, you know, with these guys that are cowards and they beat women and children and that's, you know, there's something I don't do. But we're, that doesn't seem to be Scott Ryan's writing style. And, I, and that's part of what I really like about it is you're going to be shown something and maybe there's going to be a little bit of dialogue that is supposed to inform you, okay, this is what this guy is about. So we, we cut from there and we go to Ray is back at the playhouse. He's back at the club. Ray and Freddie are talking and Freddie is asking about like, oh, did your, did uh, one of your mates get jumped? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, did you bash something? Did you bash these guys over this gun deal that went bad? And he's like, maybe. And eventually Ray says, yeah, I went back and I did it. And he's like, you know, so what? What's the big deal? And then Freddie says, well, it turns out that they are part of a crew, of a basically a criminal crew of a guy named Davos. And it turns out that Davos is the brother of Freddie's son-in-law. So... Freddie's daughter, I guess, or I guess Freddie has a daughter. And again, they don't go into a lot of detail about like what the relationship is. This is the only information that we get, at least in this episode. And Davos, or Davaros, not Davos, Davaros. Davos is the guy from <laughs> from uh, Game of Thrones. So it's Davaros. So anyway, Davaros is sort of kind of a... Oh, he's probably on a level kind of like Freddy. So he's probably kind of even with Freddy. And we've talked about before that Freddy is probably like a mid-level criminal. He's not like a top of the food chain guy uh, because Freddy still has some problems here and there. You know, it, it seems that from the, some of the stuff that we've learned from the first and second episodes that Freddy kind of maybe has uh, trouble managing his money a little bit because it seems like he's... He's always kind of coming up short. Uh, that's one of the things that um, 
that Ray had talked with him about in the first episode when uh, when Freddie was saying, ah, I'm, you know, I'm having a coming up a little bit short, and he was like, well, don't turn it around on me. You know, this is your problem. You know, you you owe me the money type stuff. And we're not sure why Freddie at this point has problems or, or seems to have kind of, it's kind of a common theme with Freddie that he seems to, while he has a club and successful and, and we've, and we see that he lives pretty well, he dresses nice and all this stuff that he, he, he does seem to have problems maybe sometimes coming up with the money that he owes people. Uh, so anyway, Freddie says to Ray, look, this is a family matter. Normally Freddie wouldn't have cared about it, but he said, this is a family matter. And you know, I'm asking you this as a favor to me. So again, we see that relationship of Freddie and Ray, where while Ray technically works for Freddie at the club and does jobs for Freddie, Ray is more of like a freelance guy. And Ray, as far as, oh, what would we say? Maybe uh, criminal standing is probably at least on the same level as Freddie, maybe even a little bit higher. Um, so, you know, uh, again, you know, we see, we're, we're coming to find out that Ray is more of kind of like a freelance guy type thing. Ray basically kind of um, agrees and then he gets up and he goes off to the back of the club where Nikki's eating a sandwich. Nikki ends up giving him uh, a, like a jewelry box and Ray's like, well, how much do I owe you? And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. And he's like, no, I'll give you some money. And he's like, nah, just buy me a beer sometime. And he's like, oh, okay, I appreciate it. And so what we see with that scene is we see that Nikki is sort of, I wouldn't say like endearing himself, but he, Nikki sort of understands maybe a little bit of kind of that, how the criminal code works that you sort of kick up sometimes. So if you, if you guys had ever watched the Sopranos, there was scenes when people were coming up, everybody kind of kicks up to the boss. And so because Ray is higher status than this Nikki, Nikki is kind of saying, Oh, I can do this guy maybe a favor. And then that will not that he necessarily owes him something, but it shows sort of that Nikki is like, ah, you know, I can do you a solid and maybe one day you'll be able to do me a solid. It's kind of that tit for tat type thing. And especially in this world. And again, we're not seeing a whole lot of, there's not a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of talking about it, but it's just these quick little subtle things where we see kind of how that, that world works. And we see, especially with Ray's reaction, like Ray, when the way he's looking at him is, okay, this guy is probably a pretty solid guy. So then we cut from that to the next scene where we see that uh, Ray and Allie are kind of shopping. That looks like they're looking to get some lingerie and they kind of have like these, like a funny little moment and stuff like that. She basically tells him, you know, you got to Well, you got to pay for this underwear. And he's like, well, I'll give you my card. And then she's like, well, why you, you know, and she teases him a little bit and says, do you think they're going to think you're buying them for you? And he's like, well, possibly. So you see they do have, you know, a, um, kind of a healthy back and forth. She seems to be a pretty good fit for him because she kind of has the same sense of humor that he does. He's got this real kind of dry, quick wit. Uh, and she, you know, she goes along with that and compliments that real well with because she has the same thing. 
you know, she's quick on her feet and, and quick to kind of give back as good as she gives. Um, but I will say this, everything we have seen so far of their type of relationship is that it's going good. We don't, again, we don't see he doesn't, he's not mean to her. He doesn't try and push her around or dominate her. He doesn't seem to be, have a lot of jealousy where she's concerned. Uh, so anyway, we'll cut to the next scene. And what we see is Gary is home from the hospital. He's got a neck brace on. And then he throws on you know, one of his weird porns and he's getting ready to watch it. And all of a sudden the glass breaks and uh, he hears something coming up the stairs. I think that's what happens first. And then he, like, he thinks it's his wife coming home. So he turns off the porn real quick. And then the glass breaks. And then Vasily, his, who is his brother-in-law, who's Tatiana's brother, uh, comes over and basically to rob Gary. He's got you know, a gun out and he's like, you know, take me to the safe. And uh, this is where we see a little bit sort of, of like the comedy elements of the show or some of the comedic elements in that the show has been described somewhat as a dark comedy. And I, as, as I'm sort of watching it and, and doing more of an analyzation of it and kind of, you know, going scene by scene and looking for motivations and things like that or looking at how the, how the characters react... There is there there is a lot of comedic elements to it. I would still say that this would be more of like a crime drama that has heavy comedic elements. Uh, I and I suppose maybe I'm changing a little bit. I suppose I said at first I didn't really think it was a dark comedy, but I suppose you could you could probably you know somebody could say, well, I think it's a dark comedy, and you'd be like, oh, okay, that's fair enough. You know, I can see where you're where you're getting that. So. With Vasily and Gary, their their interactions, how this robbery is going, it's, it's, there's a lot of comedic stuff to it. You know, they're going up and down the stairs, back and up and down into the basement where the safe is, and all this other kind of stuff. So, the first time that as they're going down to where the safe is, down into the basement, Vasily gets his gets his cell phone out and is able to text Ray, and he actually he tries to text him help, but he's having to do it really fast. And he actually texts, you know, we see Ray gets a text and he looks down at his phone and it's from Gary and it says H-E-L-Q. And so Ray is, you know, figures out what's going on. Uh, so as they're coming up, the so this, uh, Gary finally gets the safe open and they're down in the basement and Vasily has all the stuff in a bag and he's like, you know, hey, I'm... You know, I know I was rough on you, but hey, I need the money. So it's kind of like, you know, almost like he's saying to to Gary, you know, don't take this personal. I just, you know, I got to I got to do this. And uh, you see there a little bit. And again, this is part of the comical thing. But you see there a little bit that this Vasily doesn't really have any code. He'll sort of do whatever to get the money. Vasily goes to leave He as he goes up to the stairs he kind of goes off camera up the stairs and all of a sudden we hear this, you know, wham, he gets hit. Vasily gets, you know, falls down the stairs. Gary picks up the gun. He tells Ray, he goes, well, here, you know, he's, this guy tried to rob me, trying, you know, uh, and he's like, it took you long enough to get here. And Ray's like, you're glad I came. You should be glad I came at all. And then Gary goes to hand Ray Vasily's gun and he's like, well, shoot the guy. He's like, well, I'm not going to kill him. And he's like, well, why not? And he's like, well, he's your brother-in-law. You should kill him. And he was like, well, that's why I don't want to do it. And so, you're, you're, again, you're seeing, like, you, this comic 
comedic kind of back and forth a little bit. And then Ray's like, well, no, I'm not doing it. And then so Gary just immediately goes, all right, and just bam, and he shoots Vasily, who's lying on the ground, kind of dazed and stunned, shoots him right in the head, pop. Then uh, Gary is like, we've got to dispose of the body. And then Ray's like, well, he goes, bring your car around. And Ray's like, well, I'm not going to bring my car. I'm putting him in my car. I just got it detailed. And then Gary goes, well, I'll put him in a tarp. And so, again, you have some of this comic back and forth. So Ray reluctantly agrees, and as they're opening up the garage door, Gary sees Tatiana driving up. She's coming back from the gym, and he's like, oh, no, just stay down here. So they live on a thing where they live kind of in the the, the upstairs is where they kind of live, and then downstairs is sort of the, I guess what we would call it, the lower level slash garage area uh, that they live above. And that's what I was calling the basement, but... Anyway, Ray's down there. Gary goes up to talk to Tatiana. She says, well, what happened here with the broken glass? And he's like, oh, a bird flew in and bashed the glass. And I was getting rid of it. Now I'm going to clean it up. And he's trying to, you know, spin some yarn for her. Then he's like, well, I'm going to go down and get the dustman and stuff downstairs. So he goes down back where Ray is. And he's like, well, we got to chop him up. And he's like, well, I'm not going to chop him up. And again, it's sort of a kind of the comical back of the comedic. That this is where we get that dark comedy. So they ended up put him on a table, and then Ray's like, all right, you know, he agrees to do it. And Gary goes back upstairs to kind of deal with Tatiana. And then, you know, you see Ray's got this, uh, when Gary had come down at first, he had a big meat cleaver. And so Ray goes to, he's going to start to chop Gary up, and he goes and he hits him, like on his left arm or something like that, with a meat cleaver. He's going to, you know, start to disjoint Gary, I guess. Or, the, excuse me, Vasily, not, not uh, Gary. And he chops into the arm, and all of a sudden, this revives Vasily. And he's like, ah, he's screaming. And uh, he he pops back up. He goes running upstairs. And, uh, of course, his arm is bleeding all over the place. And then he, and when Vasily sees Tatiana, he's like, oh, they tried to kill me. They tried to kill me. And then Gary gets all mad. And he's like, no, nah, this guy tried to come and rob me. And... He would have killed me if, you know, if, uh, if Ray hadn't showed up and, you know, he, he was going to do all this other stuff. And then Tatiana's like, is this true? And he's like, no, I just asked for money. And so eventually, you know, Tatiana kicks, you know, um, she goes outside. Like they're kind of kicking uh, Vasily out and Vasily takes off. Then Ray is like, well, I'm leaving. And then Gary's like, well, what, why? And he's, and so then Ray just walks out and then... Uh, you hear, you know, the car screech off, apparently, with maybe Vasily. And I don't know if Tatiana's going with him or not. Uh, and then Gary sits back down on the couch, and he's just like, ugh. And then that's the end. Um, you know, he kind of leans his head back, and he's like, oh, because he's still in the neck brace. He's got a little twitch. And that's the end of the episode. So it ends on a very darkly comic thing. But one thing I wanted to take from that scene... The whole thing of when Vasily comes over and he's going to rob Gary is that Gary is Gary has kind of sized up Vasily. He knows Vasily's not a like a hardened criminal, so he knows he can kind of mess with him a little bit and stall for time, you know, for Ray to be able to get over there. So we see that Gary kind of remains calm. So what this is telling us is that Gary probably has is is involved in the criminal world as well on on uh, some level Uh, just because he doesn't panic he uh, 
you know, handles himself well. And then also we see that when when Ray says he's not going to shoot Vasily, Gary just shoots him in the head and really has no reaction. And the only thing that sort of Gary is maybe concerned about or nervous about is that they just then number one they kind of just got to get rid of the body but even that doesn't probably doesn't really bother him he just doesn't want Tatiana to find out that he's killed her brother type thing he doesn't you know want that and then we see too I think with some of the the stuff with Tatiana with her some of her reactions I think she's and also with how her brother is I think she comes probably from a criminal background as well. So I think she understands that probably, you know, that Ray's a criminal, that Gary's a criminal. Uh, she knows her, I'm sure she knows her brother is a criminal. Uh, so, because that was another thing from, I think it was episode two, when Vasily was kind of spinning the fake story about what happened. There, he's talking openly about that they were doing a, uh, a gun deal and the legal, they were going to sell guns illegally. So anyway, uh, and again, that's, that is a subtle thing. If you, you sort of need to pick up on the, what Gary's reaction is and how he's calm and how even, and you could say, well, yeah, you would know because he was trying to sell the guns and everything. Um, but you might you might have even kind of wondered, oh, well, how much of a criminal is Gary? Was this all more Vasily's doing from episode two? But again, you know, we see that that Ray, like when he looked at when he looked at Gary's hands and see that they were you know bruised up, that Gary's going to fight. He's not, you know, in the criminal world, he would be considered like a stand up guy. So anyway, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I think the show is going to be what around maybe. 30, 35 minutes or so once we're all said and done. Uh, so again, if you would like to send anything in and talk about the show, you don't have to talk about this show if you're not watching it. Uh, you can talk about other things and send that stuff in to me as well. Voicemail, area code 206-745-2731. If you want to record your own audio or send me some emails, and especially if it's going to be about uh, about this uh, this show, this series, uh, you can talk about anything from episodes one, two, or uh, or three, if you're hearing it. And actually, probably, if you're hearing this, since our next show is going to be on episode four, you can probably, in your, uh, in your stuff, talk about uh, things in episode four, because that's when, uh, that's, that's when uh, this stuff would, would be dropping. You would, so if you're sending in your stuff now, you can, again, feel free to talk about episode four, on because that's where your stuff is going to go on. I'll put that on episode four. So let's go ahead and call the show to a close. So thanks again for hanging out with me and my beautiful monkeys and fellow travelers. I will talk to you guys next time.